Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Episode 36, I think. Episode 36. Yeah. Worst fans in baseball. Um, happy happy Monday. It's it's, it's uh, Nick and Tom today. Yeah. Josh, Josh had some ha- obligations. Josh is getting a sex change, and we support him. Yeah, absolutely. We kept, we're, we're just three cis white guys on this, and we... We've. I want you to know we do read all the letters you send us, all the emails. Yes. And we do agree we need diversity on this pod. So Josh is taking one for the team here, and he's going to go get himself a nice little puffer fish installed. He's going to have himself a nice <laughs> little box. And it's not because of mainly the pod. Uh, Josh does feel that way. Uh, you know, he he does identify as a woman, and we support him through through all this. You know. Yes, we uh, do. We do. I Nick is still trying to get transracialism uh, trending. He seriously thinks he's black. I cannot get him to stop saying that word. But uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe he'll grow out of this phase. And I, I, I will just stay as a white guy, if you don't mind. But uh, Josh is taking one for the team today, folks. Okay. Okay, well, there's the uh, opening monologue for your Monday um, or whatever small. whatever time you're listening. Um, it is yeah. currently Sunday night for us, so hello from the past. What up? Um, but, uh, Nick, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I uh, had to do a lot of games this past week. Did I tell you? Uh, Still paying off I Vegas debt. I'm nowhere near paying it off, man. Uh, but like now, things are stabilizing to where I can start throwing it at it. But dude, uh, I tell you this. Uh, I tell you the funny interaction I had with a junior high coach. No, I called a balk in a junior high game, which is pretty bad. But um, it was a 12 run game, and this kid was clearly balking. Like uh, whenever you. Uh, begin to come set you can't reset yourself so you can't like begin to come set be like oh fuck i missed the sign and then lean back in that's a balk you have to come set and then step off and so this kid did it like three times in the first inning and i let it slide in the half inning i went over to the coach i'm like hey man your guy's balking this is what he's doing can you like talk to him about it and uh because i like told him like next time i'm gonna call it because it's pretty obvious at this point and he's like, yeah, I'll talk to him about it. He's like, but you just, you know, you just call it. We're we're game. I'm like, okay, man, you want me to big dick? Yeah, I mean, I'll treat this like a major league game. Sure, I'll treat this like high school. And like next inning, I call it on him and move a runner from second to third. And this whole team gets pissed off at me. <laughs> this isn't high school. I'm like, why is everyone mad? He's like, did you give him a warning? And I told him, like, I told you in the first inning what he was doing. He's like, you're supposed to warn him. 
And I go, that's not my job. And he's, <laughs> and I was like, and I'm telling the pitcher to pitch. I'm like, you need to throw, like, and he's giving me some more shit. I'm like, coach, I literally told you in the first inning. I don't know what else to tell you. And then we finish out the game. I'm like, like, what? Okay, so, like, he's going to get to high school, and the high school coach is going to come down to your office and smash it against a fucking locker because when he gets to high school, he's going to get that called on him. And, like, you're murdering this other team, twelve, like, 15 to 3. I'm like, this is kind of the perfect time to call it because it's, like, an instructional matter. So I had that level of just weirdness of just being gaslit. And then uh, I've been, I had to work the Andrew Dice Clay show down at uh, Laughing Gas. And every impersonation, like if you know who Andrew Dice Clay is, folks, and you impersonate him right now, he's exactly that person. Like he's, he is a cartoon character that, like he's a cartoon character that we all like mythology, uh, mytholo- I can't say it, we deify. And it's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. He's very funny. He has like cataracts and bell palsy. So like I had to like, escort him to like the stage and have like a flashlight and like nearly tripped over this fucking pipe behind the bar i was like oh this is pretty fun <laughs> this is pretty cool this guy might fall and die and it'll be my fault and then you know i'm not going to make my 1250 an hour because this millionaire is dead <laughs> i i've been i would all three jobs like on simultaneous days i'm fucking gassed i have two days off i can't i can't wait to just pass out yeah Cardinals played. Josh, Cardinals played. If some Josh baseball. wasn't getting, if Josh wasn't getting his new uh, box installed, I mean, I would, I would be the one taking the day off. But yeah, they have played baseball. They have since the last time we spoke to y'all. They played some baseball. They played Thursday, 95. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, uh, we took uh, two or three. I mean, we're winning series. Yeah, I was just uh, having a hard time or- sweeping. So that's fine. Just win the series. Two or three from the Marlins, two or three from the Reds. Um, this offense is sputtering a bit, but uh, as I as I've probably in our text exchanges, it, you know, it's a little bit of early in the year, a little bad luck because um, you know they're kind of hitting the ball hard. And some of it might be this new fucking baseball. I keep hearing people bring that up, but um, I'll. Uh, I mean, I I. I I wouldn't doubt that it has an effect, but I'd rather wait till late uh, the season goes on a little bit before uh, before saying that it's led to this decline in offense. But yeah, I mean, um, probably. So yeah, it's just looked- the first couple the games, you know, it felt like maybe there was some juiced balls going on. Yeah, or some but- I don't know. Well, going into this game, we only had two guys with like a, uh, you know, uh, with qualified plate appearances to to say they have had a, a good OPS. Uh so like our main crew, I really hitting pretty pretty dry, but um Kitzner stepped up in a big way. Albert, yeah. I mean I know he had an I know he had an O for today, so he's uh, coming back down to earth after that hot start. But uh you know Albert's been carrying the load there. Yeah, yes. Um, he he's been doing he Goldschmidt, hasn't been doing bad. Goldschmidt's over 600 OPS now, so it looks like he's getting his uh, cold streak out of the way early, and he's starting to heat up. I'd be good if it uh, if that was the case, because we really, I mean, him being hot from here on out would just be ideal. Yep. <laughs> so. And we finally throw. Did we throw Edmund at the top of the order last game, or is it? Just yeah, yeah, no, it was. He's been he's led off a few times. Here, let me go to his splits because he went zero for today, and let's see how he's doing. 
uh, doing here. This will be his third game, so he's three for three for thirteen now with uh, Witten leading off. So I man, I mean he's the hot hand, so why not? I mean Carlson's struggling. Um, he got a hit today. Um, Sosa came in, went one for four, which is better than what we got out of. He got a hit nuts yesterday. Yeah. Um, Molina is just struggling, but you know, Kisner's, uh, Kisner's hitting the shit out of the ball right now. Bader had a multi-hit game. Um, O'Neal stole a bag. Really kind of impressed. Like I know O'Neal's power numbers ain't, uh, popping up, but I mean, he's definitely got more plate discipline this year. Well, um, you know, I think that, I think, I think that he's going to tweak some shit and he's going to start hitting home runs again here soon. I mean, he hit one on opening day. Yeah. You know, he, the power's there. It's just... I don't know. Yeah, we can't expect him to like go a whole season and not strike out over 140 times, right? Like, it just I don't know if he time. will. The strikeout in today's he game went, was kind of borderline, so you know. Yeah, he he went from last year, you know, MVP esque year. He had he struck out like over 31 percent of the time, and now he's down to 19 percent, and his uh, walk rate is over is in double digits right now. So he's doing really good there. Um, I'm looking at his stats. He's pretty much middle of the road of everything else, so he's probably due to like start getting a little hot. His average exit velocity is kind of bottom tier a little bit, but um, his BABIP, that that favorite little number I've been sharing with you guys, is uh, way is indicating he's you know gonna bust out of it. Like expecting batting average is like twenty points higher, so he's he's gonna get he's gonna start get going soon. But, you know, the big guy, big man of the hour, you know, is uh, DeYoung because uh, Ollie's running out of time. Yep, everybody knows it, too. He really is. So I know, uh, I know, I know you love hurting his feelings. Uh, no, I love, I love people any, coming to their senses whenever many people have he, known for years now that he sucks. I mean, I've been, I've been clamoring that he's a little overrated for... Mainly before this pod, before we even talked baseball with a couple of my friends. He's overrated like, by Mosaic standards. Like, they gave him that team-friendly deal and then fucking put all their stock into him after yeah. a season, which and is not fair, good. If we're going to lose money on, like, losing $6 million a year, like, you know, we got our money's worth out of him just based on, like, what he provided um, earlier in his career. Like, at least this isn't, like, a, a 15 you know, twelve, fifteen, eighteen million dollar. You know, this ain't like carpenter level. And a young, honestly, is still young enough that maybe he can refine himself. You know, but who knows? But like, um, I always knew Paulie was kind of. I never expected his OPS to dip as low as it has. I thought he was going to kind of become like more of a Gallo Miguel Sano kind of guy. Gallo like, can't his, hit his way out of a fucking paper bag right now. Yeah, but you know, like Gallo has the slugging on it too, and yeah, I mean, you know, not 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 disagree, okay. But like DeYoung's metrics is like, like right now, if you look at it, he has a really pretty decent exit velocity, pretty decent hard rate, hard hit rate, and pretty decent barrel rate, which is pretty good. But like, here's the thing: he's striking out thirty five percent of the time, and he's not generating like, uh, rather average. You know, average like contact. Think you know, eighty-eight to ninety miles an hour. Okay, he he has a lot of weak contact. 
um, which is concerning because either he clobbers the shit out of a ball and lines out, or he hits a fucking pop out or a weak ground ball. More or less, more likely a pop out, and that's been going on since. Honestly, definitely last year, COVID was a little weird. I mean, you know, hit 250, but his power wasn't there, and he was kind of beat up. So that one's kind of like a throw that one out. But, you know, he saw nearly 1,600 pitches last year, and the trend that, you know, lost him his spot last year is continuing, you know, 14 games in the season. Like, you know, we were talking about, like, how many games do you need to understand, like, you know, this is the season this guy might have. Okay, and like I think we're kind of in consensus, like fifty to sixty games is kind of a good barometer. But I think for like the young, like it's much shorter, like twenty five, thirty five games within that. If he's not showing like any improvement, or if he's not showing like Carpenter s bad luck, because you remember when Carpenter hit those thirty six bombs, he was ripping the fuck out of the ball, and he was just being unfortunate. And eventually, all that luck eventually caught up, and he had a and he broke out, broke out in June and July. But the numbers aren't really on Paulie's side here. His expected batting average is only... <laughs> he's hitting 139 right now. Guess what his expected batting average is, based on how many hard-hit balls he's had? What is it? 175. My God, dude. <laughs> I think... I wrote down his BABIP, so his batting average on balls in play, and it was before the Red Series, and it was like 200. And like league average is like 300. And he's been below, way below league average the past two seasons. Like Paulie's, Paulie's running out of time, and he's. I, you know, I hope he figures it out. I hate to, I hate to see him, you know, you know, decline in such a way that we see this, you know, see a guy that, uh, you know, was pretty good or really showed a lot of promise coming up. But I mean, it kind of, you know, it's looking like that. It's been looking like that for at least, you know, counting this year, at least two seasons. So. It's just a, it's just a bummer. It's just sad. But I mean, you know. yeah, I, I know. Like, I project all this fucking hatred for the guy, but it's because it's because he's MAGA and he thinks he's no. It, I mean, that's not even like it's, the character clause is the last thing on the list. It, it really is because I, I mean, yeah, I do, I do care about like how I don't know. Have, probably half that team's fucking MAGA. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, a hundred percent. You know, I mean, it matters, but like twenty twenty. You know, the spring training hero, Paul DeYoung. 2021, like, we thought he was going to have a bounce back year. 2022, he spent posted, the fucking hat. Posted ha- a one dot. Posted, no, he, he they they write about how he's reinvented his swing all offseason. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then And then he comes in and has a spring training, you know. With a 1.362 Yeah, just OPS, like a, yeah. A, an absurdly good spring training. And then what, he has three hits in a home run so far this season. It's just like, I'm not just, I'm not waiting around any longer. And I don't think the Cardinals should either. They said he's sitting the Monday night Next game against Sir- yeah. Scherzer and he'll be back in on Tuesday. I say that he has, I think he has 10 more games and then yeah, something's nope. happening. They're going to wait till they can manipulate Gorman's service time. And then he'll be up. And then DeYoung DFA, I don't know, a trade, but I think I think DeYoung is actually gone. And if he's not, they're making a mistake. Because it's yeah. it's it's dead weight on the bench. You wanna you want a righty off the bench, keep Pujols in Yepes. 
And so, so yeah, I mean, uh, if you if you bring up like Gorman and shift like Edmund over to to short or anyone to that short, is the plan all along. It has yeah, to be. I mean, like like, and you have to pick between Sosa and the Young. I mean, Sosa and the Young both are worth positive DRS. They're worth runs. Okay, but, but the thing it but the thing is runs that matter. So no, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about preventing runs because like the problem you might run into is like you know we don't want to give up someone like. What's what's valuable about a about a guy on a bench? At least for the very most, like if he plays really good defense, you then you want know. some OPS, man. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're not going to get that out of platoon guy. But like the good problem here is is that Sosa and the Young play really exceptional defense, but Sosa is hitting better and has been hitting better than the Young the past season and a half. Well, so when he finally got a chance, if, yeah, he was able to. Yeah, he was able to prove himself. Which I don't know. I read I read something about. You know, uh, uh, maybe part of the reason why Schilt was fired was because of the whole DeYoung thing, like benching him after his yeah. injury and keeping Sosa going, and that kind of pissed Mazalak off. Dude, he needs to stop hugging players. Yeah, it's he just does. I know that's like a total kind of a diversion of what we're talking about, but prospects and players, he needs to stop hugging them. He just here's, he has uh, to. Here's uh, some pitch tracking. DeYoung is seeing way more breaking pitches. And he is not hitting them. So last year, he saw a little over fifty-five percent heaters and hit two sixty-three on them. And last year, when he got breaking balls and off-speed, he hit one twenty-six and one eighteen. And this season, Nick, he's seen seventy-eight breaking balls and eighty-four fastballs and thirty off-speed. So they already so. they already cracked the code on him. Yeah, I mean that's kind <laughs> of been the no... thing that's that's been the thing that's plagued him, and he's hitting two fifty against fastballs, which is you know whatever, but he's hitting under a hundred. He's not even on the interstate, okay? He's hitting oh seven seven on breaking balls, and he hasn't gotten a hit yet on off speed like changeups and splitters, and his contact like his average exit velocity for like these breaking pitches is not is not good. He has a his launch angle. It's showing that he's just. He's popping up, and he's striking out when it comes to these pitches. He, you know, let me pull up Bader because I would say, and O'Neill's a good example. But like, remember when Bader came up and the strikeouts were concerned with him, and it came down to like breaking pitches as well. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, kinda, it was Bader and O'Neill who really struggled yeah. with the slider and the curveballs the fir- their first two and a half years. Last Three, year, maybe, you know. Last year, Harrison Bader made some adjustments, hit 254 off on breaking balls. And Tyler O'Neill this year, you know, because, you know, a lot of it's talent, a lot, you know, a lot of it's uh, luck, a lot of it is, you know, it, it, it I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, DeYoung doesn't have the ceiling like Bader O'Neill does. And maybe he used to, maybe not, but right now he just, uh, he doesn't have it. It's sad, you know. And I, I defend the guy in the aspect of like I want him to do well when he's in the lineup, but like, and you know, I'm not gonna be like he. he, he my reaction when he goes over four is okay, fucking typical. Well, that's what I'm saying. Know. That's like my whole thing about it too. It's not like I like oh yes, p- I want him to suck, dude. I would be ecstatic if he went four for four, two for four. He needs it. One for three, dude. If he yeah, hit a bomb, if Pauly. he could, if he could get a hit a, a game for mm. a good amount of time and a pump Dan, up the numbers that o, that OPS the 
the batting average, like all of it. Take some more walks. I'm not, I know he's walked more than he's gotten hits this season, but like I, I don't want to root against him. I'm, his, I'm, my thing is that I yeah. know what's going to happen, and it's that he is going to go over three with three strikeouts and a walk. Like that's like I could have, I could have guessed that in three tries if I wanted to before the game. Looking at Tyler O'Neill last year. O'Neill hit 30, 238 on breaking balls, but the thing is he had a 549 slugging percentage on breaking balls. So while so when he did out, hit them, they were for extra bases. Yeah, and you know, BABIP is a neat little wonderful stat, uh, but like, you know, it I wouldn't say penalizes, but like it doesn't count home runs toward your balls and play average. It's talking about things that don't leave the yard. And like it's hard sometimes to get a clear picture of a guy's skill or amount of luck he's getting when they strike out a lot. But O'Neal has shown that he he has enough metrics to show that when O'Neal hits the ball, he's hitting the shit out of the ball. He was top 6% in the lead in terms of exit velo. He murdered. I think when we were doing the Tyler O'Neal is God episode, like it was like he was like number one or number two in average exit velocity for guys at his position. He fucking killed the ball. And like... You know, it's off to a slow start from this year, but, you know, after 50 or 60 games, we'll have, like, a better picture of it. But, you know, O'Neal has, the big thing is, has continuously improved the more plate appearance he got. And him to, you know, he was nearly a fucking uh, uh, top five MVP candidate last year. And Paulie has just simply, even when he hit 30 home runs, it was a sign of regression, you know. He, you know, shortstop kind of being this new power position, you know, he still posted a 762 OPS. He still had a league average OPS plus. You know, it's just that we want, you know, when it comes to 2019 to young, give us like an average OPS and just play your good defense. And we're fucking golden, my guy. But he can't, you know, we can't have a, he can't post an OPS lower than 750 with his, with his power and his size. So, you know, his... I don't know if it's too high a standard or not for him, but you know him posting sub seven hundred, you know, definitely. I'm gonna be a little controversial. Yeah, his 2019 wasn't that good, bro. 30 home runs is good, but no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 233, you know, no, yeah, that 318. Yeah, yeah, like no, we're in agreement on that. But people, you know, I mean, glorifying his rookie year, great, 108 games. You know, I mean, he he th- second rookie of the year. His rookie year was awesome. That was beautiful. Yep. Even his sophomore year in every while, aspect. Yeah, he he posted 2018, 2019, like all right. You know, league average hitting. But 2019, but he he, he pay, played the most games, and I think that's yeah. why he got to 30. I mean, getting oh, to 25 home runs in 108 games homers. is impressive. So yeah, like. His his war those first three seasons, and keep in mind one full season and two seasons where he played like just sixty per sixty sixty five percent of the season. You know, he was worth like nearly eleven wins, and I think we drew the comparison when trolling each other about between him and Trevor Story. But like, like DeYoung was a very serviceable and good shortstop. He didn't need to hit godly. You know, he needed to hit. You know, maintain league average. What he was doing. And play impressive defense, which is what he did. And then it it's it's like it, his bat just fucking bottomed out. It wasn't like yeah, I can hit, I can hit a passable two thirty with some pop. Now it's he can't 
you know, while he may be drawing more walks, that's not offsetting the fact that he has a sub to batting average. So, and still a high strikeout rate. I mean, it's just, you know, I, something's going on with him. You know, when yeah, Sosa, I mean, Sosa's going to take his job. Like, you look I at hope Paulie snaps out of it, but like at this rate, Sosa's going to get that yeah, job. Yeah, he, he's game. been in the game for, let's see, six. This is year six for him. Yep. He's got to figure it out. I mean, yeah. You're fucking in. You have the opportunity to be in the major leagues for six seasons without being sent down. And you can't get better. It's not then. It's not his job to have anymore. Also, I'm not. A, I'm not a major league baseball player, but I think we're smart enough. Everybody's yeah. smart enough to see. And also to the contrary, this part's also true that you know he's he's been figured out too. It it just that's a, that's also what it sounds like as well. Yeah, if you, gotta, if you if you he's got to refigure the figuring pitches, here. You know? <laughs> he's got to figure out how to refigure out and figure these this opposite or this. Uh, the strategy out against him because this is a, uh, you know, it's sad. You know, we didn't, you know, Paul, we don't, we, we don't, we don't root for someone to eat shit when they hit the lineup. Like we want guys to succeed and, you know, or at the very least, Paulie becomes trade bait for uh, Frankie Montas. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think the Cardinals, I don't think the A's accept him. Yeah. I mean, what, he's got three more, two year, more years on his contract. Yeah, and keep in mind he's this is year six, so I don't think uh, I think team control's over when it comes to him. So like Paulie, Paulie can kind of walk wherever he wants. Yeah, this now. is his, this is his last. Well, Either no, it's last... not. No, it's yeah, not. It Next the... year yeah. is. Is it? Yeah. What's service time? I thought it was. He's like got team options in twenty four and twenty five. Uh, I see. He's. Um... Yeah, I mean, he's losing the uh, the time for people to want to be patient with him. So it's a bummer. We hope he snaps out of it. Yeah, so because one, you know, arguably a season and a half of, of good playing baseball out of six is not cutting it. Yeah. But other than that, uh, even yeah, though the anyway. team hitting, the pitching, pitching's been uh, pretty solid. Dude, Wayno, give me Wayno some took more, an L today. Give me some more Maga Michaelis, man, and some fucking... Some yeah, God, they're going. They're going hard. They're going God, hard I, in the city, dude. I God, I hope I'm right on Michaelis having a good bounce back. Matt, he's uh, looking you know, like it, bro. He's had two great starts. So, yeah, uh, Matt's looking all right. I mean, he had that really, really shitty, shitty game. Which this is kind of how Matt's lines go. If you look at his game logs, real shitty performance, and then like five-ish innings of good pitching for about three or four starts in a row. Then a blow up, then another string. So he's got down the five two seven ERA is uh, um, doesn't do it justice. He had a one horrible game in the past two past two games. He's ten and two thirds, twelve Ks, two and zero. Oh. He's he's been kicking ass. Yeah, dude, M- Michaelis. Yeah, Michaelis is. Yeah. Looking oh, that's Matt's. Michaelis Matt's, is. Yeah, uh, Matt's is Matt's yeah. has looked good both starts. Like like you said. Michaelis, yeah, in his three games started, he's one and zero. You know, fifteen innings pitched. Michaelis giving up no home runs third. this season. Yep, thirteen strikeouts. I mean, dude, he's looking good, man. I, I'm really hoping that we get a 2018 Miles Michaelis here. It'd be good because he can eat innings. You know, he threw 200 innings that year. Um, I don't know. 
I don't think he's going to get that this season, but give us 180, you know. If he's healthy, he's, he's going to throw that much, I think. Yeah, and keep in mind, if you look at, like, his career FIP, he is benefited by a, a certain amount of good luck, but he does put himself in position to have that good luck, if that makes sense. Because he throws a lot of strikes, he doesn't walk a lot of guys. Like, he can get beat by getting hit on and, you know, giving up homers. But, you know, he's not giving up extra runners is the big thing. And Miles, honestly, like 180 innings, ERA of four or lower, like that's a, that's, a huge, that's a huge pick up there. So if we get a 2018 out of him, fucking A right doggy. That Need that a, shit. Yeah, that would be an awesome one. Also, this might upset you, but when I'm looking through Baseball Reference War, I know we were just uh, talking about Pauly, but he's considered the fifth most valuable player on the team right now, basically. Mainly because his defense is that it good. Mean, it means nothing. It means nothing. His defense isn't that good. He fucking blew the game for Jordan Hicks the other day. So. I thought that was just kind of. I thought it was kind of funny because I was like, "Yeah, we just had this talk about Pauly, and uh, he's fifth, fifth on the team. Pulse is fourth, point three wars. So not bad. DH and DH yeah. and right. I and I and you know, I'm not. I'm not lighting hey, up if any you want, alarms or anything yet. Yeah. On anybody else, because I mean, I can't, but like we've seen year after year with Paul DeYoung, it's just, it's, I'm done. He's, I know Nolan ain't gonna maintain this clip, but he's already worth a win and a half through 14 games now. Times I think, I think Arenado has gonna, an MVP year, man. I'm not lying. Uh, I don't know. He's off to, I mean, he got off to a hot start last year, too. Let's see where he is about. About sixty or about sixty games in. If he's around like three hundred or something like that with a nine hundred OPS, then I would say, yeah, I'm on board with him. Play, uh, going after and getting an MVP. I think he can. Do, I How think fucking do it. awesome would that be? And then he opts out. Yeah, then he opts out and goes play for a poverty franchise or something. Goes and plays for the Dodgers. <laughs> to give him. They give yeah. him fifty five million a year for four years. Yeah, something insane like that. Just but, something disgusting because they. Can't you know, hurt. it's it'd be nice if he can finish out his career with us because it'd be nice to. You know, have Hall of Fame third baseman Scott yeah. Scott Rollins Scott Rollins going to get in that fucking hall eventually. Yeah, Arenado's going to get there quicker, but I think uh, barring yeah, barring a Paul DeYoung level of collapse, barring barring oh a collapse God. in hitting, and as well as a collapse in health, like Arenado, he's worth about forty six wins for his career. What's the average? Yeah, he's a, he's got Ro- a war and a half already 68. this year. Yeah, 68's the average Hall of Famer. It'll go down a little bit because Roland, I think, is a, just a shade under that. But, like, 23 more wins. I mean, what is that? Like, five, six more decent seasons out of him? And, he, he'll you know, be a Hall of Famer. That's He'll be a Hall. I mean, it's going to no... be... I feel like it's going to be hard to talk about baseball in the two, you know mid-2000s to 20s without bringing up Arenado's name repeatedly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, team's looking good. How about that minor league affiliates? Because uh, Nolan Gorman's in a different planet, a different fucking universe. Dude, right now. he's going freaking ape shit. Ape, ape shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Moises Gomez leads our minor leaguers in homers. He has eight, and Gorman, and that's our double A affiliate. Gorman, Gorman has eight too, doesn't he? Gorman has seven, unless he hit one today. He has seven home runs, seven RBIs. He's hit nothing but solo jobs. Strikeouts are high, but who gives a fuck? He's hitting 321 with a near 1.1 OPS. Yepes has cooled down. The five home runs are impressive, but he's posting a 776 OPS. Oh, Jesus Christ. I forgot we have Corey Spangenburner. 
That's funny. Anyway. Uh, but, I mean, Moises Gomez, we might as well put him on. Um, I'm not sure if Jordan Walker's season has started yet. Yeah, he's been playing. Yeah, he's got a homer and six RBIs. K rate's actually a little bit lower than I anticipated in 838 OPS. He's rated um, uh, baseball prospectus as him as the seventh uh, highest prospect. So he's uh, there's a plethora of talent we have going on right now in our farm system. So um, feel there's going to be some guys feeling the pressure. <laughs> so and uh, of course, Libertori had a had a good outing as well. So seven innings, nine Ks. He's two and two down in AAA right now. He's pitched twenty one innings. So his walk numbers are still down. So that's good. He just who, who uh, are they cutting? Freaking May first. Oh yeah, because they got to shrink the roster. Newt Bar. That'd probably be my guess. Jesus, that sucks. I like Lars. You know, I you know again I see him. He's by actually eight. like. Uh, wait, outfielder. what about a pitcher? Ah, no, nah, Brooks. Pitcher? I think Brooks goes. Palante stays. Dude, Palante Brooks stays. is fucking dog shit. Oh really? Oh my I've, god. He he's the one who blew the game out. Well, him and Verhagen both blew the game out the other day. Yeah, Verhagen and Brooks will probably be on short leashes, but uh, Brooks will probably <laughs> go down. What do they have a starting off with? Twenty eight, and then what does it shrink down to? Twenty six, right? I think so. It'll be between Newt Bar. Uh, Brooks and maybe Verhagen, but I mean, they Verhagen's need to leave. on the IL they, right now, so yeah, they need to leave Jake Woodford up, uh, because someone's gonna have a fucking blowout. Um, Woodford hasn't today was the second day he pitched all season. Like, yeah. what was he? What What are they doing? Well, uh, it's his second day. It's his second game. You know, probably use this. Probably hanging on for spot starting to see how Jordan Hicks does. Oh, God. It probably makes sense for Hicks to start while he's stretching out, throwing like three innings max to bring in Woodford after him. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what they have him up for. I mean, but Woodford's been good in both in both you know appearances. So. Yeah, uh, you know he didn't hit anyone and get trucked at the plate and uh, get screamed at this time. So that'd be funny though if he hit someone though. If he was like, it was like, and then Nick Cassianos comes out of the stands and screams, "My dick is small," at him. Yeah. Like like last year, but I don't know. I mean, Carlson did a double today. He's gonna probably start heating up. His metric show he's due for it. Uh, Dickerson had I what he was over one. He came on to pitch hit. He had a decent approach though. He put up a stingy at bat there. Dickerson, I think people should extend like a lot more uh, patience with, as you know, he's sharing at bats with you know our golden god Pujols, and you know his numbers are gonna turn around. I don't see. Um, uh, what's his splits career against righties? It has to be pretty good. I don't see him having like a, a severe regression. He ain't gonna hit like he'll hit like around 750 OPS, but I don't I don't I don't see him eating ass all season. Yeah, he's got an 842 career OPS against righties. He's he's gonna heat up. He's been a little unfortunate to start the season. So, um, I mean, you know, and not to. Anyway, now that we said defend Corey Dickerson, uh, we can uh, also make we I'm can not. also make fun of we can also make fun of the front office a little bit here. Uh, what did Jock Peterson do today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he's been doing all season is fucking yeah. hitting really good. Yeah. And guess what? He got one million dollars oh, more than off. Corey Dickerson. Leading off three for three, three runs scored, two bombs. Yeah, <sighs> what do you know? Hey, this ain't this ain't to rag Corey. 
Okay. No, it's not. I'm not going to rag him, but my God, Mosaic. Yeah, this is a miss. You had every I, freaking opportunity I, to go grab I, him. <laughs> obvious, obvious miss by Mo. But you know, for all, hey, for all we know, maybe Jock didn't want to play in St. Louis. I don't, I don't, I. There's don't a good chance. Him. I don't blame him, but uh, you know, he probably hurt. He probably knows we're around and would say some disparaging things about family members. Uh, but you know, he probably realized this fan base has me and you in it and is run by a bunch of monsters. And he probably realized, you know, I'm going to go to San Francisco. So that's what I'm going to do. But he went home, you know. So He went home. He wants to go home. He's so. having another prove himself year. And you know what? I can see him finishing out next six, seven years there. Maybe give him a nice a little, DH, little contract, you know, and stay in the Bay for the foreseeable future. Yeah. All I'm saying... Is... He will stay healthier because of that DH. That is for sure. He's gonna that. I'm so happy we finally have the DH. It creates another job. It's more guys paid. Extends yeah. careers. No, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with the DH now. I was at first. Yeah. I was kind of like ah, but you know. Yeah, but what I mean, you know, for all the old uh, school guys out there, the, we have to for be... all the injuries that these pitchers have had. Yeah, and well, I mean, <laughs> what what pitcher is in the Hall of Fame because of their hitting? And we're not going to say Babe Ruth. <laughs> like, like, what pitcher? Know. What pitcher? They're like, yeah. I mean, you know, he put up some Mike Hampton s numbers. This is why he made it. Like, yeah, it, it's good they got rid of it, and it's good we created in our job this way and created more offense. So, I I'm happy. I hope you're happy. Yeah, I'm I hope good. Hope everyone's happy. We haven't had like a crazy like a scream fest or say anything like mean or anything like that. It's kind no, of no, because we don't have to. It's kind of been a chill one because I'm just like so fucking I'm castrated right now. I'm just so fucking tired. so goddamn fucking tired. You're about to get castrated right in the next couple minutes. I, uh, they're sending me to Bloomfield for three of my games this week, and I'm like, you guys have want fun. To die. Yeah, Bloomfield pays very well, but I mean, it's a you know forty five minute drive. Yeah, it goes right in your gas so, tank. Yep. So hey, pay is good, but also. <laughs> All right, yeah. quick, quick before we before we uh, end, let's see here. Let me pull up these box scores real quick. I was just actually going through all the pitchers. How about the uh, Pirates losing by three touchdowns? Yeah, fuck them. Um, so Cardinals win five to one. First game in Miami, game two, they take it two nothing. Uh, that's when. Nolan, that clutch fucking homer. Yeah, yep. It late innings because Sandy Alcantara is a god. Um, and then yep. the Marlins take game five. Pablo Lopez shuts our asses out hardcore. Pablo um, Lopez is fucking great, though. So, no, he is. He is. Um, Marlin, the, Marlins have good starting pitching. So, thank God they haven't figured out how to hit the fucking ball consistently. So. Yeah. And there's just like we were talking about earlier, there's just always one or two pesky little fucks on that team that will, yeah. will find a way on base no matter what, you know. <laughs> um, Life. It fucking Richard Attenborough. Life finds a way. Life, fucking, life sucks a gay. F- fucking Friday night, the uh, <laughs> Apple TV game. Steven Matz went in. Um, you know, we had uh, every every guy on Talking Baseball sucking Hunter Green's dick, saying he was going to shut the Cardinals out, and it was the complete opposite. Um, yeah, he throws. Anytime a guy throws that electric, it. I don't comes think he even threw to... ten pitches over a hundred. That nah, game. 
yeah, he was like mid to upper nineties. Yeah, he but, didn't like, even also, throw any pitches at a hundred. Um, you know, anyway, when, yeah, yeah, it's command. Anytime a guy like that with electric stuff takes him out, I'm like, prob, you know, probably five awesome innings at best because. Unless he's just somehow dotting it up, there's going to be a lot of deep counts and a lot of oh, walks. Yeah. Dakota Hudson really, really shoved Saturday. Um, Cardinals win 5 nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, Kisner had a great game. Um, Carlson, Goldie, everybody everybody pretty much got a hit except for, you know, Pujols and DeYoung and Bader. But Bader, Bader's about to break out, too. Um, today's mm-hmm. game, fucking... I don't. I don't know. It just happens. Wayno can't yeah. pitch it. Wayno can't pitch it. Great American Ballpark. So, big uh, thing is they took two out of three. Even they did, and they've been taking two we, out of three. That fucking poverty franchise cracked their uh, little so bad. 11, eleven game losing streak against yeah. us. That that blows. But. We got to see Paul Paul Goldschmidt go two for four. Eddie had an zero for four day, which kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, Carlson Sosa got a hit. Pujols went over. It's fine. Um, yeah, but- the umpire crew kind of sucked this weekend. So yeah, you had Laz Diaz and Brian Onora, and Laz is a noted bad home plate. These guys are probably fine umpires out in the field. It comes back with my hypothesis no, yeah, of like get get these old, out of shape guys out from behind the plate and have them work the field. You know, as crew chiefs and all that. And Brian Onora had like the second worst zone last year. Laz. He was at a 93% call rate. I will take that because Laz can be pretty bad. They have Shane Livensberger on there, and he's uh, he's decent. He has He's had one game, I think, in the 300 games he's worked where he's been below, like, 90%. So he's solid, but he just doesn't have, like, you know, John Lipka-esque ones. So luckily we're, you know, we got at least a decent one out of Laz Diaz. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, um, Marmol, I will say, left Wayno in a inning too long. Um, yeah. So McFarlane yeah. came in, pitched great. Woodford came in, pitched great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the offense could not get it done. Um, I am, I'm going to give Yachty two more series. And if he doesn't bring that average up to 260, I'm going to start worrying. Yeah, I would uh, say that too. So, otherwise, I'm not. I'm not gonna. We're winning games. Cardinals are winning games. Um, I think. I think everybody's gonna wake up here soon, except for a few. Which, you know what, it is what it is. You got to try out new players. They're gonna have to. So yeah, gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna have to try out new players. Bring up Gorman. Bring up Yepes. Ship the young somewhere else and uh, bench Sosa. You know, they got it. They got to do something, you know, got to. Otherwise, everybody else is the pitching's been great. I'd say, you know, 85 to 90 percent of the bullpen's like amazing. So who we fucking tonight? Yankees fans throwing trash on the field. Oh, my God, bro. What the fuck? What is that? Dude. On their team one. I wish Miles Straw would have grabbed. People were like, Miles Straw shouldn't have done that. I'm like, sure. I thought it was awesome he did that, sticking up for his boy. Like, I uh, wish Miles Straw would have grabbed he, him by his listen, fat fucking jowls listen, and dragged listen, him on listen, the field. Listen. If, he, if he did what people were saying he did, like spitting in their face and all that other shit, I don't, I don't have any sympathy for him. But, you know, yeah. don't, I don't have, I don't feel anything for the fans, man. That's fucked up. Like, no, 100% fucked up. Miles Straw could have. 
I don't know, spit AIDS on them. He could have been like the fucking Dilphosaur or whatever from Jurassic Park that kills fucking Newman. Like, I would have supported it because, I, you know, I think Yankees fans... You know, we shit on Mets fans a lot. But, I, I mean, quite honestly, they may not hold a flame to how fucking asinine Yankees fans behave. That that was disgusting. So, you know, fuck, fuck Yankees fans. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Um, fuck the Yankees fans. Kind of sucks. You know, you see Judgy and Stanton get out in right field and be like, hey... Calm down. Dude. Mental Guys, illness. We won the game. Why are we Mental illness trash? out in the bleachers. It's get some help. Yeah, dude. Well, that's just how uh, Yankee that's just how people in New York City say hi to each other. They just throw trash at each other. So Garbage. Well yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you all. F- yes. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. The Yankees fucked them in me Dutch ass. <laughs>